strap on the boots and scrape up the knuckles. Oh, what a hit! He got jacked. This is the Big Red Ring. Presented by Santan Ford in Gilbert. Murray's going to score. Touchdown. Slammed to the ground by Buda Baker. Like a torpedo, he came flying into the backfield. <laughs> the Rage is brought to you by Santan Ford in Gilbert. Are you Santan Ford? State Farm. Talk to an agent today at 800-STATE-FARM. And by Arizona Cardinals Podcasts. Visit azcardinals.com slash podcasts. The Red Sea is rising up! Temperature rising, vision blurring, rage taking over. Here's Paul Calvisi. I'm ready. I'm 100% ready. I'm telling you I'm ready. And Ron Wolfley. It doesn't get any better than that. Unleash the fury! Would the real king of season openers please stand up because we have several heavyweight contenders for that full crown these days ron wolfley really Paulie. you realize that the rams are five and zero in season openers under sean mcveigh and they're trying to make it six and zero as we speak as a matter of fact i did not know that paul thank you for telling me the Chiefs, as we continue to coach you up on the game of football, are 8-1 and in season openers under Andy Reid, and they're 5-0 and on the road in season openers <laughs> with their Chiefs head coach. What are you trying to do? Cheer me up here, Paul? Is that it? And a reminder about the team you actually cover and once played for, the upstart Cardinals have not lost a season opener under Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray. And the last two wins have both been on the road against the NFC champion 49ers at the time and then the AFC number one seed last year, Tennessee Titans, in an absolute jack-stomping. So those are the contenders. Um, so we can debate those if you want, but what is utterly known for sure, and there is no debate whatsoever, who is, who's not the king of week one, and that would be the Cleveland Browns, another <laughs> team you once played for, who are winless. They are winless in week one over their last 17 seasons. Their last week one win was 2004. You've got Paul Watt. That is incredible. There's no way in the world I thought it would have gone over 10 years. Dealt double digits where a team had not won in week one. Never in a million years did I think that was possible. And it's going to be 18 seasons in a row because they get Hurricane Baker on Sunday. So... They're, they're Soho's, the Cleveland oh, Browns. Oh, you know, no way. The, the Browns are looking at that, and they're looking their jobs now. They think that, there's a possibility right there. They're going to win one. Hey, it's the Big Red Rage presented by Santan Ford and Gilbert. We are Santan Ford. You know what? We're winners already because our special guest tonight, Jalen Thompson. How's that sound? Brand Sounds new, really, really right? good, Paul, yes. Brand new captain, uh, brand new paycheck, as they say in the locker room, new money, Jalen Thompson. So uh, I love the new money. That's so good, Paul. Paul, we know you come from old money, Paul. No, uh, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> but stop I it. love the new money, man. Yeah. I come from squandered money. Uh, that's where I come from. The uh, Wolf, how are you doing, by the way? Because uh, it's been going around. The, the injury report for week one is getting exceptionally large. How are you doing? Because, you know, they try to take it easy on you in the preseason, yeah. put you in the TV booth. They try to give, you know, and, and go, go pan, you know, soft cupcake for you in the preseason. I hope you're okay. Yeah, Paul, it was a little soft up there with Dave, of course. David putting his makeup on and getting ready to actually get in front of the camera. Of course, I'm breaking the camera with my face, but... Well, I will tell you right now, I, I am ready. Are you jacked up for a little bit of football right now? I, I cannot wait 
Here it is, week one, of course. Buffalo already up on the Rams. I just absolutely love the fact the NFL season is here, man. It's time to ball out. Yeah, there's some marquee matchups across the league. There's there's no doubt about that, including Cardinals against the Chiefs, the AZ against KC. You got Mahomes against Kyler Murray. You got Mahomes against his former head coach. In fact, if you go back to May after the schedule release, here was Cliff Kingsbury's initial reaction to facing his three-year starting quarterback from Texas Tech, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I was really thankful to the schedule makers for giving us a young quarterback that hadn't quite found his way in the league just yet you know still trying to figure it out so um no it's it'll be fun he sent me like the little eye emoji before it even came out um so he'll be revved up we'll definitely have some texas tech fans tuning into that one i'm sure where do you begin when you think of the kansas city chiefs well patrick mahomes is a really good place to start paul especially now more than ever, right? After they, they've lost a few players here and there. Patrick Mahomes with some new receivers across the board. Nine of ten draft picks made the Chiefs team, a team that's won the that's gone to the last four AFC championship games and won six straight AFC West titles. So there's new players, but, but obviously if you have the cue, he's the guy that makes everything work. Yeah, he is, man. And you know what, Paulie? Honestly, right now I'm really, really curious to see how this Kansas City Chiefs team looks without Tyreek Hill. <laughs> We've talked about it all offseason, Paul. I know that, but this is something that is a game changer to me, or at least has the possibility to be, because Tyreek Hill is in a class by himself when it comes to a guy that can open the can, as some coaches like to say, or take the top off, or give a lot of receivers room, back that secondary up. Tyreek Hill is in a class by himself. That changes a defense, Paul. You know what? I'm pretty much in agreement with you on that, if not even maybe more so. Here's my hot take, not hot take, with Darren Urban this week. You ready? Yeah. The Chiefs losing Tyreek Hill will be more debilitating to their offense than the Cardinals losing DeAndre Hopkins the end of last season. Wow. Um... See, the thing that makes that so tough, though, Paulie, is Nuke. Um, we know how the Cardinals did without Nuke. It was really, really bad. We don't know how the Kansas City Chiefs are going to do without Tyreek Hill. That remains to be seen. Hey, maybe Patrick Mahomes is about to find out what Kyler Murray found out. That guess what? All of a sudden, when you got an automatic double team being drawn by your number one wide receiver, that guess what? It's not quite as easy to read coverage. And now when an experienced Cardinals defense, at least under Vance Joseph's system, comes in and starts changing things up, and all of a sudden maybe, look, all I would say is this. With new receivers and guys like Marquez Valdez-Scanling missing half the preseason and Juju Smith-Schuster dealing with injury as well, yes, they're veteran receivers, but not in this system, not with Mahomes. If every team in the NFC West has to play the AFC West, I think the Cardinals got a break playing KC in week one, because they're going to be trying to get it in sync, especially that passing game. Yeah, no, I think you're right, Polly. Uh, I've talked about this an awful lot with you as well, not only on the air but privately. Um, this is a situation where Tyreek Hill was one of those guys where he impacted the defense when he didn't get the ball. I mean, think of how important that is oh, yeah. right there. When he didn't get the ball, he was impacting defenses and opening up a lot of stuff for Travis Kelsey. And now they have Juju Smith-Schuster as well. Those two guys are going to really be 
Um, the two guys I think will be targeted by Patrick Mahomes, but this game, Paul, coming up against the Chiefs, it really, it's amazing to me. The two offenses are very, very explosive. Would you, would you say the offenses dominate their teams, the Chiefs and the Cardinals? Yeah, it could be a shootout, yes. Yes, yes. And not only that, it could be a shootout, Paulie, but I think the defenses on both sides have an awful lot to prove, the Chiefs and the Cardinals. No doubt. And you know what? It's going to be there for everyone to see because CBS is sending the A-team. Nance and Romo, it is a marquee matchup, obviously, Kyler and Mahomes. And here's what Kyler Murray said this week, just on the challenge of facing a juggernaut like Kansas City to start 2022. Yeah, I mean, the best of the best. You play the best of the best. I mean, that, that, that should bring the best out of you. Is the NFL every every week? You know, you look at our schedule this year. It's probably the toughest that you know since since we've been here. Uh, every week's gonna be a challenge. You got great pass rushers, so I mean, I got like I got to be ready. You got great defenses, uh, great quarterbacks. The league's just getting tougher and tougher. I feel like the competition is real close. But at the end of the day, like I said, I, I like I like where we're at. I like who we got in this locker room. I like us, so uh, I'm confident. You got to be ready, Paulie. You got to be ready right now. And when you talk about being ready, I loved what Kyler said about the readiness. But when you talk about it, you got to start on the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball right now. The the Kansas City Chiefs, their defense ball struggled mightily to stop the run last year. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of that was because they're trying to keep everything in front of them. They're trying to keep everything in front of them. They're going to play cover two, two safeties high, five underneath. They're going to do that the vast majority of the time. They're going to try to play a lot of zone, but keep everything in front of them. They're not going to jam up the box unless it's a game in the fourth quarter. They're not going to come after Kyler Murray unless it's a situation where, hey, this game is up in the air and maybe we better take some chances on defense because they're not. They're going to try to keep everything in front of them. And for the most part, I think the Cardinals might take the same approach. Right, so to your point and what Kyler said there, what was good to see, it was good to see Rodney Hudson out of practice today, obviously. Marcus Golden was out there. The bad news, we did not see Zach Ertz, J.J. Watt. Well, he was on the side. Trayman Mullen, uh, we're not expecting him to go with that toe injury. And then you can add Cody Ford with an ankle to the injury list and Rondell Moore with a hamstring. What exactly does that mean? Well, stay tuned for the final injury report tomorrow, episode 40 of the Day Pash Podcast with Marcus Spears from ESPN. You can follow on Twitter at PashPod, wherever you get your podcasts. So, do the Cardinals have the best pair of safeties in the NFL? You know what? We're going to ask one half of that equation because the best answer to typically woeful tackling in week one of an NFL season would be Buda Baker. And our special guest, Jalen Thompson, he is next. The Big Red Rage presented by Santan Ford in Gilbert. Ding. Pass away over the middle and a diving interception by Thompson. He gets up at the 25, runs left to the 30, and knocked down there. Jalen Thompson with the pick. Thompson with a big-time pick. Throws near side. It's high and picked off at the 30-yard line. By Jalen Thompson, he's run out of bounds. The ball batted into the air, and there is Jalen Thompson. Johnny on the spot. Dumps it off near side, and it's picked off at the 30 by Thompson. Running it back near side, 20, 15, 10, 5. He's dying for the pylon. He's out of bounds inside the 10 at the 5-yard line. But what a huge play by Jalen Thompson. Playmaker. Difference maker. 
You know, last year, Wolf, there were just five players and only three DBs in the NFL that had 100 tackles, three picks, and five passes defense during the regular season. A single Cardinals defender had 120 tackles last season. That was a team high. And the only DB with more last year was a two-time All-Pro by the name of Minka Fitzpatrick. And there is one player, one player only, on an NFL Final 53 right now who was acquired via the supplemental draft. And he is our guest on the Big Red Rage for the next half hour. A first-time team captain with a brand-new contract. Yes, there's a lot to talk about with Jalen Thompson. Jalen, how are we doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Thanks for having me on, guys. Absolutely, Jalen, man. We appreciate it. Let's talk about that contract extension through the 2025 season. I'm going to ask you the cheese ball question, but it must be asked. How do you feel about that? Uh, uh, it's, a, it's a big blessing, you know what I mean? Uh, something that uh, me and my family, we've prayed about for a, for a long time and uh, something that's finally coming true. So I can't thank anybody but the man upstairs. And you celebrated with a big family dinner? Is yeah, that- I, had a, I had a nice little family dinner, uh, called call my brothers and, you know, shared their whole experience with them. So, you know, they're happy and ecstatic the same way I am. Is that one of those deals where you say, you know what, order whatever you want. Let's oh, go. definitely, definitely. Dinner was definitely on me that night. <laughs> so what were you getting, Jalen? If you ordered, I mean, what did you, where did, what did you buy for your dinner with your new contract? What did you Def- get? Definitely got a nice steak that night. Oh, got, a, got, nice. A, got a nice steak for me and the fam and, uh, you know, chilled and, and talked about some stuff. You know how that goes. Remember Darnell Dockett back in the day took a first round rookie out to dinner. He had to pay. Said, "Yeah, I just ordered the left side of the menu." <laughs> that, that, that was that was Doc back in the day. Jalen, do, do you feel any pressure because of this contract? Uh, not really. You know what I mean. Um, I know what I can do. Um, I feel like my teammates, my coaches, uh, and a lot of the people that have been watching me, they know what I can do. So it's all about going out there and just uh, making the most out of everything that I do and. Um, just following what the coaches are teaching me to do, and that's going to put me in the right right position to make plays. Well, speaking of your coaches, here's your head coach, Cliff Kingsbury, recently. He was asked about you, Jalen Thompson. It's incredible. He's everything you want in your organization from a work ethic standpoint. Uh, the way he practices, I mean, it's 120% each and every day, each and every snap. Whatever drill he's doing, he's going at it. And to be drafted in the fifth round of supplemental draft and end up starting that year and just get better and better each year. It's just a tremendous story. I, mean, I couldn't be happier or prouder for him. I mean, tell us about the supplemental draft. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people probably are curious because you know, we see the NFL draft every year and yeah. it's huge TV ratings, but the supplemental draft, is there even like a designated time you're supposed to be home or by your phone? How does that work? Um, I think they told me to like be checking Twitter you know what I mean? Check Twitter and, and see like if you maybe have gotten drafted. So I was scrolling through Twitter, me and my parents just refreshing the page, refreshing the page. And uh, I think they said that I was going to get drafted by the Colts to start off with. And I seen the Colts round had already passed. So I'm like, man, it might not happen this year. And then I got the news from the uh, from the Cardinals and, um, you know, parents, me and my parents and my, my brothers, we were just going crazy about it. Just a big experience. You know what I mean? Huge. Jalen, if you could, you got the C, man. You got the C. First-time team captain. What does that mean to you, brother? It's huge. You know what I mean? Uh, It shows that my teammates, they trust me. And, uh, you know, I'm going to do everything I can on that football field to make sure that that trust stays the same. Um, But it's not anything that I'm not not used to. You know what I mean? This is something I'm very used to. High school, college, I was always a captain. So uh, this is something that's not new to me. 
You know, it, it was a challenge, though, you know, getting to this point, just based on the fact you really didn't have a traditional offseason for, Definitely. what, three years in a row. Definitely. First, you arrive in July after the supplemental draft. Mm-hmm. Then 2020 is COVID. Then 2020 was abbreviated and, yeah. and socially distanced. I, I mean, did it sort of make sense that last year was your breakout year, just based on that? <laughs> um, I mean... Yeah, but I feel like a lot of it was just more of uh, an experience thing. You know what I mean? Just being in the league, seeing uh, different types of plays, different uh, play calling from from different coaches. And um, I feel like that's what really helped me in this third year. Also, spending a lot of time with my DB coach, uh, Mark Ra, with Buddha, uh, Isaiah, uh, Byron. Guys like that, just uh, watching film in the offseason, making sure that we got everything locked down and everything uh, ready to go. Because Buddha was saying today that not only do you know the play calls, but you know the checks, everything. You can call everyone on all three levels that you're even now telling defensive linemen out of position and adjust at times. Is that true? Definitely. And that's just one of the things our coaches, uh, especially my DB coach, he harps on, we have to be the quarterback of the defense and make sure that um, everybody's aligned right, communication is right, and technique is right. So that's just one of the things. I, I pride myself on uh, when I'm out there at, at, at safety. Jalen, can you describe your leadership and how you go about your your leadership technique? Um, so really, I'm not. I mean, obviously, I'm vocal on the field, but I'm really not the most vocal guy. Uh, I feel like my leadership style is basically. Um, you know, just go out there and perform to the best of my ability and go out there and give it 120%. Like Coach Cliff was saying, I feel like guys will follow that when they see that uh, a guy is bu- is buying in all the way. Mm-hmm. So that's just one of the biggest things for me is to set a good example for my teammates. Is the combination of Buda Baker and Jalen Thompson the best tandem of safeties in the NFL? I believe so. Yes, sir. I believe so. I, I feel like we're the most versatile um and you know what I mean I feel like we can we can do it all we can do it all we can uh play man coverage zone coverage we can play deep in the post play in the box play at nickel play at corner um so many different different things that um Buddha and I can do so I just feel like yeah that that's what makes us the most versatile and the uh, best safety duo in the league all right so guys guys, real quick here's Buddha Baker Wolf just on Jalen you know the new deal being named captain his reaction earlier today Seeing him growing up and seeing him understanding defenses and understanding play calls. So he's doing a very great job, of course, outside of football. That's my bro. And uh, definitely life-changing for him. Very excited for him. And also with that C on his chest, that's definitely so exciting. I'm so excited we both have that C, and uh, we're just going to continue to get better. He's going to continue to get better, and sky's the limit for that guy. Wow, that is so cool right there. Who's your closest friend on the team, Budo? I mean, Jalen. Uh, it's definitely, definitely out of Buddha and uh, DT. Um, you got guys, uh, Byron, Isaiah, uh, pretty much the DBs. You know what I mean? Those are my friends and the uh, closest friends on the team. And uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, yeah, we hang out uh, outside of this whole football stuff. We go hang out at each other's cribs and, you know. Just laugh it up, talk, and you know, have a good time. Yeah. Do you, Do you talk to any offensive players? I mean, oh, I definitely. remember. Yeah, definitely, I, definitely. I remember. You know, back when I played, of course, a long, long time ago, Jalen. It was a long time ago, but back when I played, <laughs> you know, yeah, you you pretty much hung with the, the guys on your side of the ball, the offensive side of the ball. I was a fullback, but I did from time to time get the opportunity to know some of the defensive guys, but it wasn't as close. What's it like for you? 
Uh, for me, it's it's one of those things where it's obviously defensive guys are gonna go with defensive guys, and offensive guys are gonna go with offensive guys. But I um, I I you know I go against those guys every single day. We're all a family out here on the team, so. Um, yeah, I talk to the receivers a lot, you know, trying mm. to figure out how I can uh, build my game. Um, you know, they talk to me to figure out what they could have done better. Uh, I talk to Kyler. You know what I mean? I talk to JC. It's, it's, I talk to mm. everybody on the team. It's pretty, uh, you know, like I said, we're all a family on the team, and uh, we all love each other. So, Jalen Thompson is our guest on the Big Red Rage, presented by Santan, Ford, and Gilbert. All right, so is there one thing that you really admire about Buddha's game? One thing you'd like to borrow from his skill set? And if we ask Buddha that question, what do you think he'd like to take from your game? Um, oh, that's a tough one. Um, I feel like the most the the best thing I like about Buddha's game is how uh, he flies around one hundred and ten percent every single play. Um, now crazy thing about that the first time I seen Buddha play was my freshman year in college uh, he came down to he came to our school at Wazoo and uh, I had been hearing a lot of stuff about him like you know this is going to be a top safety going into the league uh, in the previous I mean the next year's coming up so I just wanted to sit there on the sideline and actually watch him and this guy was flying around and he knows the story uh, he was flying sideline to sideline flying around getting sacks picks all of that <laughs> And I was just like, wow, this is the guy I need to uh, imitate my game after and try to, you know, try to play like because he's NFL ready. So I got I came here to the Cardinals and I, um, you know, obviously got that first first hand look at him. And I was like, this is how I need to be playing at all times. And, you know, to a certain degree, I, I kind of tried to mimic my game after him because I feel like that's uh, one of the top safeties in the league, if not the top safety in the league. One of the things you really have in common with him as well, I think you're one of the best open field tacklers, Jalen, I have ever seen. Appreciate it's that. what makes you guys, yeah, what's it's what makes you guys, I think, the best safety tandem in the league. You guys are both very good open field tacklers. Let me ask you, my friend, what what makes a good open field tackler? Um, yeah, have you guys ever heard Buddha say no fear? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> running into the darkness. Exactly, yeah. exactly. That's the biggest thing for us. And you know, we're not the biggest guys. We're not the strongest guys. Um, so we got to go in there and fly and, and have bad intentions when we're doing it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Wolf, how many times we're calling the game have we all said on air? Thank goodness for Jalen Thompson and or Buda Baker <laughs> on that play. Because that could have been a home run. Polly, they're called safeties (laughs) for a reason. Exactly. (laughs) It's interesting because Buddha had the one year under Tyron Matthew. Yeah. Which is similar. Exactly. And we talk about that all the time. You know, uh, Tyron showed him a lot of the stuff. And, you know, it just gets passed down year after year. So um, that's what we're doing with the young guys as well is passing it down and making sure that uh, when they're they're vets, they're on the same wave. You know what I mean? When we come back, Wolf, we're going to ask Jalen Thompson if he's figured something out when it comes to interceptions because he has three picks in his last eight games. Does he have a cheat code all of a sudden? (laughs) And what does he think about the word underrated? And is that going to change by the end of this year? Jalen Thompson is our guest as we continue with the Big Red Rage presented by Santan Ford and Gilbert. We are Santan Ford. First and goal at the eight. Mahomes gets the shotgun snap. Pumps, throws for the end zone to Kelsey, adjusting, makes the catch, touchdown! Travis Kelsey with a touchdown in the back right corner of the end zone! Kansas City wins it, 42 
kicks in overtime, and the Chiefs will host their fourth straight AFC Championship game. It's a remarkable run, no doubt about it. They've won six straight division titles. Heck, Andy Reid is 8-1 in regular season openers as the Chiefs head coach. Think about that. Think about their quarterback, all the weapons they have. Think about KC versus AZ. Week 1 is upon us. It is the Big Red Rage presented by Santan, Ford, and Gilbert, Paul Calvisi, Ron Wolfley, and our very special guest, Jalen Thompson whose middle name recently has been the word underrated. Mm. Now, that's nationally. I mean, Wolf, around the team, obviously we know the value of Jalen Thompson. He got the contract to validate that. He got the C in his chest to validate that. But, I mean, do you feel underrated nationally, Jalen? You know, sometimes I do. Uh, Last year I felt, you know, a little bit underrated. But this is nothing new. This is, you know, I feel like I've been underrated my whole life Um, from – college offers to you know uh coming out of college and you know figuring out everything I just always felt like I've been the underrated player and you know I, I, that kind of keeps the chip on my shoulder you know Jalen where you want to get into the Kansas City Chiefs here and especially the offense of the Kansas City Chiefs but I got to ask you this. What do you do? You got, let's say you got a little free time. Yeah. What is Jalen Thompson going to do in his free time? I'm definitely going to be listening to music. Um, definitely going to be playing video games, probably with <laughs> some of the uh, some of my teammates. <laughs> what video games? Could I ask you that? Uh, gosh, I'm Fortnite. A, Are you going to say Fortnite? I'm a, yeah, I'm a big Fortnite player. Okay. Uh, uh, 2K just dropped today as well, uh, mm. NBA 2K. So, okay. <laughs> you know, I'll probably be on there a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I've, I recently just started playing with Marco a little bit in Fortnite. So it's been, you know, pretty fun. <laughs> cool. Pretty fun. Uh, who's the locker room DJ these days? Is it still Gardek? Um, uh, that he's like game day. He's on the game day. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, it's probably like Eno, Eno, or uh, maybe Murphy. Some, you know what I mean? Anybody you don't let anywhere near the aux court? Anybody you just? Uh, how does that work? Who's uh, the guy you need to be afraid of? You know, Zaven maybe fires up the country music with all the the cowboy boots and hat. Yeah. I don't know. It's really crazy. They um they kind of don't let me on there because the only thing I'm gonna play is uh, Young Boy YB. So <laughs> all right, uh, so. Jalen, before we get into the Chiefs again specifically, can I just ask you a general question? Who's the best quarterback you've played against so far? Mm. Um, best quarterback I've played against so far in my in a game. In my opinion, I, I'm gonna give you guys two. The first one is uh, Drew Brees. My, wow. uh, Drew Brees, wow. my uh, my rookie year. Yeah, I thought he was great. One. He knew exactly what we were in. Um, and then I thought. Aaron Rodgers last year was extremely, extremely good. <laughs> extremely good. Let's see. Those are two Hall yeah. of Fame guys. <laughs> so I, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so what separates Mahomes? What is different about Mahomes? Obviously, the first thing you think about are the arm angles, right? Yeah. I remember a couple of years ago, Patrick Peterson, it was Kyler's rookie year, actually. is one of the first big practices. And Pat P came to his locker. He said, these baseball QBs are killing me. <laughs> Between Mahomes and Russell Wilson and now Kyler with the arm angles. I mean, that isn't just for show. That really is an advantage. They can get different throws off from different platforms, right? Heck yeah. Um, and really just a, another big thing about him is he can uh, he can scramble really, really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a nightmare for defenses. Um, you know what I mean? We have to definitely be sound. He can make a- any throw that any quarterback in the league can make. Um, so, yeah, uh, he, we have to be on our toes when, when we go against him. So when you look at the Kansas City Chiefs as an offense overall, describe what you're seeing on tape. 
Um, it's it's a fast offense. Uh, they got they got guys who can do it all. They got uh, obviously Kelsey, finesse player. Um, and you know it's an Andy Reid offense. He's usually not uh not changing too much. You know what I mean? Because the stuff that he does usually works. So, um. You know, it's a fast-paced offense, uh, but guys know know what they're doing, and they know that that offense really well. Um, so it's just one of those things. We got like I said, we got to be ready to go. Jalen Thompson, our guest, Cardinal safety extraordinaire on the Big Red Rage, presented by Santan Ford and Gilbert. You know who else knows the Kansas City offense? Daryl Williams, Cardinals <laughs> running back. How helpful has he been? I actually talked to Ben Neiman a little bit today. Yeah. Four years as a Kansas City linebacker. I mean, how much can you glean from those former Chiefs players? Um, just watching those dudes work every day, you could tell why the Chiefs have a good uh, organization. You know what I mean? Uh, those guys come to work. Um, they're always putting in extra time, and they're always doing the little things uh, correctly. You know what I mean? So you could tell why the Chiefs are, are a great team. And uh, How about the X's and O's, though? How about the playbook and maybe get an understanding of what they might go uh, with um i mean yeah they they've came in and uh kind of helped us out a little bit uh i feel like that's more towards our coaches side a little bit you know what i mean they gotcha. haven't really came personally to us but whatever our coaches have cooked up in the game plan that's what we're gonna roll with you know what i mean what do you think jalen when it comes to the game plan right now how do you think the best way it is to go about your business and stop the kansas city chiefs offense or at least slow them down um, really the main thing, we got to get to the QB. We have to get to uh, Mahomes. Mm. Um, if he can stay back there and, uh, you know what I mean, dance around and uh, make any throw, like I said, that he that he can make, then it's going to be a long, tough game for us. So that's the biggest thing, I think, just getting to the quarterback. So you wore the speaker in your helmet yes, sir. through much of camp, right? Yes, sir. Isaiah Simmons is going to wear the green dot in the game. So that's going to be new. Yeah. I mean, tell, tell us about that. But, I mean, obviously, you know, Isaiah has a big, strong voice. That's Vance Joseph saying, mm-hmm. you know what, he speaks clearly. Everyone's going to be able to hear him. But that's a big deal, isn't it? Definitely, definitely. And, uh, you know, that's one of those guys on our team that's very, very versatile. And uh, he's going to be all over the field. So uh, I don't think he'll even be coming off the field. So that would be huge for us. Um Especially in just uh, making sure everybody has the calls. Like you said, he's loud. Uh, he's very, very vocal. So just a, it, it, it won't hurt us. You know what I mean? It's definitely going to be a, a plus having him as the play caller. You know, you're a guy that I see Vance Joseph being able to move around as well. Um, where do you like to be on the field for the most part? I definitely like to, I mean, I like to do it all. I like to be in the box, but I like to be in the post as well. Um, in start, the middle of the field. Yes, yes, definitely. Like to be in the post. Like to see everything in front of me. Um, and I'm starting to like uh, nickel a little bit as well. You know what I mean? Uh, kind of played it a little bit in in uh, college. But uh, yeah, starting to starting to take it back to those nickel roots a little bit. Yeah, I was going to say with a depth situation at corner. I mean, you and Buddha might have to be really versatile and, and be in the slot at times, right? Heck, heck yeah. I mean, uh, here and there, here and there, we'll have times where. Uh, we come down and play in the slot, but for the most part, um, you know, I'm be in, in my usual safety position doing my normal thing, and uh, we'll have some times where I come down and play play a little nickel, play a little corner, you know what I mean? Just play all over the field, and that's, uh, that's only going to help us as a defense. Another guy that the Cardinals were considering to wear the green dot was Zavin Collins. He's not doing that, of course, but talk to us about the progress of Zavin Collins. Um. Actually, with Zavin, we've been meeting every morning at like s- around 6, 6.30, you know what I mean? Uh, making sure we got the plays down, making sure that we're on board. And I feel like uh, 
if we do those little things, uh, Zayvon's going to take off this year. It's going to be a real great year for him. He's already uh, very vocal as a middle linebacker. He's he's leading the team, and he's uh, making sure everybody's in the right place. There's no doubt he has the measurables, right? Heck yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> I mean, hit zoom out on this defense. I mean, there's a lot of forecasts that there's going to be some serious regression mm-hmm. by the Cardinals defense in 2022. A lot of metrics, analytics say so. What do you say to that? Um, I say we'll, we'll have to wait and see because I feel like we'll definitely be uh, be on our be doing our job. We got the right coaching staff. We got the right coaches, the right players for it. Um, a lot of returning guys coming back t- uh, to the defense, so it should be a it should definitely be a good year for us. Definitely be a good year for us. Jalen, do you think the Kansas City Chiefs rushing attack is underrated? One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Just because of uh, all the other guys around it, you know what I mean. They got Kelsey. Um, Nicole Hardman, Mahomes, uh, you know, they got a whole bunch of guys. Right. So um, I feel like that definitely goes underlooked, but they can definitely run the ball. You know what I mean? <laughs> they, they definitely can run that rock. All right. You want to know about a receiver, ask a defensive back. Tell us about Hollywood Brown and mm-hmm. what sort of impact you think he's going to have on the Cardinals offense this year. He's going to be real good for us. You know what I mean? His speed is 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 crazy. You know what I mean? Uh, um I feel like he'll be a good, uh, great receiver for Kyler. They have that connection already, you know what I mean, playing in college together. And uh, like I said, once again, he's fast. So hopefully he can get over top of the defenses and uh, make some stuff happen. You know, speaking of, this is a ridiculous stat. I don't know if you saw this, Wolf, but in 2018, Kyler's Heisman year, he threw 11 touchdown passes to Hollywood Brown that season at Oklahoma. Wow. They averaged 51 yards per touchdown. Really? <laughs> really? What the? How does that mean? Can you – what is realistic do you think though in the nfl we know how good a deep ball kyler throws right and you know how fast hollywood brown is yeah i mean what is possible this season you think oh the sky is the limit for those two guys in that offense the sky is definitely the limit uh you know like i said he can go over top and get behind any dbs in the league so um and we see it at practice all the time you know what i mean he's so super super fast so it's gonna be it's gonna be real good for us real good Jalen, can you talk a little bit about that? Like, what kind of impact does that have on a secondary when you know you got a guy out there that's running a four nothing? <laughs> uh, uh, is, is it is you know you hear guys talking about you know it backs you up, it it creates room underneath. Give it to us from your perspective. I, I feel that same way as well. It, it definitely creates uh, room underneath. Um, I feel like the run game will be uh, open a lot more because of that. Um, and you know what I mean? They're just going to have to respect him. You know, that's that's one of the biggest things. They're going to have to respect his speed and, and know we have to keep somebody over top at all times against him. And that's only going to open up other things for other players. And you know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. open up all the little stuff. A lot of guys, he say, joke that they can take him in a race, but yep. nobody wants to race him. Hollywood says he has a standing offer with everyone. No one's actually taking him up on it. <laughs> that was his joke to the to the media. All right, as we wrap this up with Jalen Thompson. There's a real contrast out on that field Sunday in that none of the Cardinals regulars played a single snap in the preseason. Yeah, Kansas City played a lot of snaps mm-hmm. in the preseason. Now, we know what you guys did coming out of the gate last year at Tennessee. Jack stomped the Titans on the road. Mm-hmm. So why doesn't it necessarily matter that the starters for the Cardinals got reps in these preseason games? I mean, well, in my opinion, if you just look at our practices and how we practice um, – Guys are flying around and, and, and taking those reps like they're game time reps. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're out there trying to get better each and every day, and we're out there trying to make plays. And uh, 
I just felt like it's one of those things we really didn't need to show what we could do. You know what I mean? Everybody already knows, and um, our coaches know what we can do. Our, as players, we know what we can do. So it's about just putting it all together, uh, focusing on Kansas City this uh, upcoming weekend and making sure that we were uh, sound on everything that they're, that they're doing. All right. As we say goodbye to Jalen Thompson, you got the captainship. You got the contract. You're going to splurge on anything? Come on now. You can afford it now. You can afford it now, John. What are you going to splurge on? What do you have a weakness for, you think? Uh, if you went out shopping, maybe you're online, you're clicking around. Yeah. I mean, is there anything that's tempting out there? Definitely get some clothes. Uh, some clothes. <laughs> and definitely get, uh, uh, you know, maybe a new car. Maybe nice. a new car. <laughs> there you go. Somebody called Tim Hovick here because, yes, we are brought to you by Santan Ford and Gilman. Jalen, man, best of luck this season. Appreciate that, boss. Really look forward to right watching on, you play Jay. ball. Yes, sir. Appreciate you guys. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing how many times we call his name, Wolf, yeah. <laughs> over the course of a broadcast. All right, we continue. The Big Red Race presented by Santan Ford and Gilbert. We are Santan Ford. Once again, Jalen Thompson was our very special guest back right after this. I think obviously starting fast. No one wants to start the season off, you know, feeling bad about the performance or anything like that. So focus, just go out there and play well. Start the season off strong, start shooting off fast, uh, and, and lead with a good foot So for the rest of the season. So uh, I think that's the focus. It's certainly what the Cardinals did a year ago in Nashville. Four touchdown passes for Kyler. He ran for a fifth. Passer rating to 121. Cardinals ran for a buck 36. They came out there and just dominated physically. Absolutely mauled Derrick Henry. He was a complete non-factor. So now, can you do that again? Can mm. you do it against another AFC power in Kansas City? That is the question. Week one on Sunday at State Farm Stadium. Paul Calvisi, Ron Wolfley. And how about that interview with Jalen Thompson there, Wolf? It was uh, What stood out to you? I liked your question about the best quarterback he's gone against. He immediately said Drew Brees. And then Aaron Rodgers last year. Yeah, you know what really stood out to me is just his intelligence and his humility. Those two things right there. You know, he he wasn't all about himself, Paulie, and it's not a surprise when you watch him play. He sacrifices himself many, many times. He has no fear. Plays an awful lot like Buda Baker. I I do believe these two guys at this point in time, um, they're right there. When you talk about the best safety tandems in the league, you got to talk about the Arizona Cardinals. So impressed with him. How about you, Paulie? And I loved his story about Buddha, where he watched him as a freshman at Wazoo when Buddha was one of the top safeties in the country at UW. And, and when his team was on offense, he just walked up to the white stripe and he watched Buddha play the whole game and said, you know what? I need to play like that guy. Yeah. I need I need to be all over the field, just like Buda Baker. And then it's destiny. After the interview, I asked him in the commercial break, I said, it sounds like destiny. You end up with the Cardinals. He nodded. He said, yes, indeed. He said, because then I even learned more from Buda. And then he confirmed how Buda was taught by Tyron Matthews. That's an interesting legacy. No, it certainly is. And speaking of that, coming up on this Sunday, of course, a shootout. I expect it to be a shootout, Paul. I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair But the Arizona Cardinals offense, if in fact they're going to move the ball to the degree in which we think they should, you got to know the Kansas City Chiefs, they use a cover two shell, Paulie. They try to keep everything in front of them. They're the classic bend but don't break defense. And when you got the offense the Chiefs do, why would you be anything else? 
right? Right. You're going to you're going to make an opposing offense prove they can move the ball down the field against you without turning it over, without having to punt it. They're going to prove that you can actually score and keep up with their offense. They play off their offense, Paul. It's incredible. And that sort of defensive coverage has given the Cardinals fits in the last couple of years at times. But now they have the speed factor in a Hollywood Brown. You saw Greg Dortch. You saw Andy Isabella, their standout preseasons. And now with the injury to Rondell Moore, wouldn't be surprised to see either one of those guys have a big role on Sunday. In fact, Cliff Kingsbury was asked just about the speed factor in his wide receiver room. We got to find a way to use it. Um, there's a lot of playmakers in there. There's no doubt. Even with Hop, who's you know one of the all-time greats, being out first part of the season, um, I'm excited to watch some of those young guys get their opportunity. AJ looks great; has been back and healthy, and gives us some size out there. And, and then those those little guys can all really run. So we're, we're gonna have a good plan. Um, find a way to maximize all, all their talents, and uh, excited to see how we can stretch the field with them. Cannot wait to see what Hollywood Brown is going to be capable of doing and where they're going to play him as well, Paul. I wonder if they're going to play him on the strong side of the formation as the Z. Are they going to move him as the H in the slot? Are they going to put him at the X by himself? Um, it's going to be really interesting to see where they use Hollywood. If I could bet, I would go Paulie prop bet. Here's what I'd wager on. You ready for this, Wolf? Yes. Whatever the over-under is on catches by Hollywood Brown, I'd go the over. Just the chemistry between those two guys, and if no Rondell Moore on Sunday, I I think back to 2020 and the debut of DeAndre Hopkins at the 49ers when he had a single-game record for the Cardinals, 14 catches. Now, I'm not saying this could be 14, but I think it'll be significant. In fact, here's Hollywood Brown yesterday standing in front of his locker talking to the media, and he was asked just about the Cardinals' offense and the weapons. Being here, I feel like, I mean, we're going to go – toe for toe with any offense in the league I mean I feel like we got one of the better groups and we're gonna uh, look forward to showcasing it yeah they gotta run the ball Paulie as well man seriously they can go toe to toe with anybody but the Chiefs they're gonna let you do that Paul they were 21st in rushing yards per game allowed and 31st in rushing yards per attempt allowed 31st they're Mm. gonna give you the ability to run the ball because for the most part they're playing with a 14 point lead you know, it's something that they do on a regular basis. I think the Cardinals need to run the ball and be very balanced because that will help Kyler in the end. And, you know, James Conner talking to the media today, he already had his game face on. He's like, yeah, I don't have time for these interviews. You know, I mean, he, he was cordial and he was professional, but you could tell he, he's starting to get really locked in. And with that running back room and just the guys we never saw in the preseason that were just dying to see a oh, James Conner. And A.J. Green, for example, looks so good at different times at Cardinals camp. And, and then we found out, you know, at the end of last season, he, he never truly recovered from COVID, according to head coach Cliff Kingsbury. So I think A.J. Green is a bit of a sleeper this year. But you never know until week one. I know, man. That's going to be so interesting. Where does A.J. Green get his majority of reps? To me, I thought he was going to go to the X. I thought he was going to play where DeAndre Hopkins played. I thought they were... There were guys that had similar speed for the most part. I mean, D-Hop is not a guy that's just going to run by out there. I don't think A.J. Green at this point is a run-by guy either. I think he's more about being a scare, scarecrow on a stick, Paul. As a matter of fact, throw him up. They're both guys that catch the ball when they're covered, 50-50 balls. Yeah, you know, I, I thought A.J. Green would get the vast majority of reps as the X. 
and then you would leave Hollywood as the Z to the strong side of the formation. And then just how physical the Cardinals are when you're going against the Kansas City team that got so many reps in preseason games. Andy Reid, beyond that, he ran a really tough camp. He ran more of an old-school camp. They did three weeks on a college campus, guys sleeping in dorms, practicing outdoors in the late <laughs> afternoon sun. I, I love it, Paul. Oh, and, I'm sorry. So, I always will. And look, the Cardinals are the team right now dealing with many more injuries than the Chiefs. <laughs> Don't get me started on that. I so, looked at the Chiefs' injury list, right? Four but, guys, and they're all practicing full. That's it. <laughs> But none of that matters until what we see on Sunday. And so we said all a lot of these similar things about going into Tennessee last year and look at the result. Yes, we did. So you just don't know. You we have don't. no idea how this is going to hey, play Paul, out. You know what? Just win, and I'm in. Okay, Paul? <laughs> just win, baby. Uh, all right. Special thanks, as always, Jim Omohundro, Cody Fincher, and Zach Larson. Very special thanks to... Jalen Thompson. You know, I feel a lot better about the woeful week one tackling around the NFL when you have Jalen Thompson and Buda Baker back there as yep. your safeties. For Ron Wolfley, I'm Paul Calvisi. We're going to find out who's regular season ready on Sunday. Cardinals and Chiefs, this has been the Big Red Rage presented by Santan Ford and Gilbert. Chaw. You've been listening to The Big Red Rage, presented by Santan Ford in Gilbert. Are you Santan Ford? State Farm. Talk to an agent today at 800-STATE-FARM. And by Arizona Cardinals Podcasts. Visit azcardinals.com slash podcasts. This has been an exclusive presentation of the Arizona Cardinals Football Club.